Hi everyone, my name is Sangeetha and I'm here today with two members from the MVP Outreach Committee, Leslie and Danielle, who will be sharing with us some insights about their initiative. Welcome guys, um, great to have you here. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, the initiative, and your roles within the committee. Okay, so I'm a second year uh, PhD student uh, here at MVP and I'm currently the co-lead or co-chair of the MVP Community Outreach Committee. Um, I began though as a general member. So my name is Leslie. I founded the uh, Outreach Committee in my first year of MBP. And I started it because I was really interested in getting graduate students involved in STEM outreach, as well as just um, giving back to the community. Great. So you kind of touched on this already. Um, it was You started this committee to um, give back to the community and kind of explore STEM outside of just like research and education. Were there any other inspirations um, behind you starting this committee. This was two years ago, right? Yeah, it was around two years ago. It started mainly because during my undergraduate degree, I was involved in a lot of outreach and a lot of volunteering. And when I started graduate school, you could get involved in some of the GSA committees, but I really was missing that volunteer outreach aspect. And so that's where I found there was a need for this. So through this committee and the initiatives, what kind of outcomes did you um, want to achieve and what was that need that you wanted to address? So I think one of the primary um, outcomes that the committee strives to achieve is to provide more opportunities for um, STEM activities, uh, STEM opportunities. Um, I think one of the prime examples of that is in our past initiatives, we have had over 70% of students that participate that have never been involved in STEM activities before, so that's really important to the committee. Um, on the other side of, um, of our intentions is to be able to provide an outlet to existing graduate students to participate and to give back to their community in more general um, outreach activities. And then what we're really trying to do now that we're into the third year of the committee is to build relationships with um, individuals in the community, organizations and leaders, so that they know that um, MBP is an ally and a source of, of mentorship and leadership for community outreach initiatives. Great. So one of these outreach initiatives related to STEM and getting graduate students involved in it was um, the recent March break camp that you guys ran back in March. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that um, that initiative, um, how it ran, and um, um, it was successful, obviously. Um, so if you can tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So we started the March break camp in the first year, and so we've had two um, March break camps. The camps are one week in length and they're for half days, for the entire five days. In our first year, we partnered with the Knowledge Society. Um, it was a great pilot project just because as a committee, we were just getting formed. We were trying to figure out exactly what we want to focus on. It worked well. The students were very engaged. Moving forward, though, we decided uh, this past year to partner with the Faculty of Medicine and with Latoya Denny in particular, who's an outreach coordinator for the Faculty of Medicine. And she was absolutely fantastic, and she recruited students from marginalized communities, and that's sort of one of our goals this year, were to reach students who normally wouldn't get access to these types of um, opportunities. And we tried in both years to have graduate students in MBP be running these sessions, so hands-on activities, giving lectures about their research, about how they got here, um, and things like that. 
Great. What were some of the things or topics that you guys covered over the week? Um, what were some of the experiments or activities that the students were involved in? Sure. So each day of the camp, we tried to have a specific theme. So for example, one day we had a genetics theme where we had graduate students lead a sort of bioinformatics workshop. We also had a stem cell days where we took tours of different labs, such as um, the Keller lab. And then we also had, for example, an imaging day where we took a tour of the STAR facility. Um, the students really loved the hands-on activities, so um, we tried to involve that in every single day to have some type of hands-on activity accompanied by graduate students speaking about their research or different general topics. One of the big things, too, is that we found there were a lot of students who might not necessarily be interested in medicine as a career, so we were really trying to highlight other types of careers that are available in health sciences and within the Faculty of Medicine that might not necessarily be medicine itself. So um, this past year, we actually had a group of individuals from the Michener Institute come in and give an awesome overview of all of the different types of programs that they offer, um, how one can apply to those programs, what are the requirements. Um, so I think it's a really great way as well for these, um, these students to better understand the types of um, opportunities that are available in, in medicine. Great. So um, you had these students, I'm guessing they were in high school, um, come in during their March break and spend a week with us um, and learn a bit about research. Was there anything in particular that they enjoyed um, specifically? Any activities that you definitely see yourselves continuing to um, present to them in the following years when you run these camps again? Definitely. So the students loved uh, the hands-on activities. We, uh, we gave out post surveys at the end of the March break camp to get feedback on what the students liked and didn't like so that each year we can improve upon the camp design. And the students absolutely loved all of the hands-on activities. They really loved learning about the ethics of dealing with human specimens and things like that. They also really loved um, a talk about drug repurposing, um, which was given by a graduate student, Joe Longo. And so we tried to bring that back. So we've had him speak twice. Um, we tried to sort of keep all of the activities that the students loved and then improve upon the ones that were less popular. A lot of the actual committee members are there during throughout the day um, and they participate in these tours so I think a lot of them as well really enjoyed um, the imaging tour so we went to the STAR facility and Deborah Scollard uh, and her team gave this amazing Incredible. tour of the entire facility from the fluorescence microscope to the MRI machines. Uh, they had actual mice there so the students really thought that that was cool and so did the community <laughs> outreach uh, team. So those sorts of things I definitely think will continue um, for next year's March break camp. Great. It seems like a great exposure, especially to the technology and like the frontline research that most people wouldn't hear about, or even if they did, they wouldn't normally come across. So um, I think it's a great first exposure to a lot of these younger students. Um, so what are some of the other initiatives that you ran this past year? So uh, we did a couple of more general community outreach um, initiatives this year. In the uh, winter, we partnered with the MVP Social Committee and an organization called Fix the Six in Toronto. And they're actually a really cool committee. They have a program called 100 for My Homies. And basically what it is, is that uh, volunteers will collect uh, ticket stubs after Raptors games. 
uh, if the Raptors win by more than 100 points, because when that happens, the ticket stubs are worth a slice of pizza. So uh, as a group, everybody stood outside the ACC in the freezing cold and collected <laughs> ticket stubs. And then um, afterwards, we all went to Real Sports and they provided us with uh, a space that we could count all of the tickets. And we actually ended up getting over 1,700 individual ticket stubs that uh, we could deliver out to um, to homeless shelters and homeless services throughout Toronto. So that was really great. That is amazing. Yeah. And then just this past um, month, we had our first team blood drive. So we partnered with the Canadian Blood Services um, and we had uh, 22 donors. Half of them were first time donors, which was great, who donated over two days at the College Street location. Mm -hmm. And um, the location actually hit 110% of their target donors. So that was really great and it's something Mm -hmm. that people we got a lot of really good feedback not just from students but also from um, PIs Uh, and so it's something that hopefully we'll be able to to continue um, to continue doing and providing or facilitating for students that are in the department that want to do that type of initiative as part of a team yeah no for sure that's that's awesome what are your goals for next year one of the goals I guess is to increase student participation and diversity on the committee Um, it's best we find um, that when you're hearing the types of experiences and um, journeys that students have taken um, during, for example, the March break camp, it's nice to hear a diverse background of stories. Uh, So we're really trying to push for more engagement from graduate students in the department to come out and participate in this committee. It's really great. Um, The team itself, we're all really good friends. Um, You know, not all of our meetings are held in um, in boardrooms, they're outside <laughs> or um, at restaurants and things like that. So we're really hoping to push to get student participation up um, and it means that we can have more initiatives um, within the committee as well. Um, we are trying to get our website up and running mm-hmm. um, so people can look out for that if they're looking for more information about the committee. Um, we are have been working and will continue to work to solidify partnerships within the community. So working, as Leslie said, with um, Latoya Denny, Mm -hmm. um, she is a great source of, um, I think, mentorship to us as far as the types of programs that she has available. And and obviously with these types of initiatives, they always need volunteers. So um, we'll continue to work with her and help in any way that we can. Great. On that note, um, with respect to student participation, if someone does want to get involved with the committee, how? what's the best way they can reach out to you and how would they go about doing that? Or email us personally as well if you just want to meet for coffee and figure out um, if this is an organization or a committee that you want to get involved in. It's really um, an even playing ground for everybody on the committee. Mm-hmm. So if there's a particular cause or initiative um, that you're really passionate about, um, it's something that we are all very eager to pick up. So I know that there's been some interest in potentially working with some environmental organizations mm-hmm. in the city. Um, you know, those types of initiatives we're always open to. Um, so yeah, as Leslie said, any way that you'd like to reach out, we are happy to get the help. <laughs> Fantastic. So these initiatives you've organized are a great way to get students in our department and get involved in eight typical ways, if you want to call it that. Um, They seem both social and a great way to build community, both internally within our department, but also um, externally. 
Um, in addition, some of these outreach initiatives that you've organized are a great way for knowledge translation um, opportunities, um, getting our students involved in kind of bringing research outside of our institution and into the communities um, with events like the March Break Camp. So you're doing a great job. It's like uh, amazing work that you're doing, so um, keep, up, keep that up, obviously. Um, is there anything that you want to share with our listeners um, about the initiative or um, anything to look out for? I just think that you, you know, don't be afraid if it's something that you've never been involved with before. I had never been involved with any sort of outreach STEM related activity before um, this committee. So um, it's really uh, rewarding to be a part of it and it feels really great. And it's something that gives you experience in things that you might not necessarily get experience in. So, you know, organizing a curriculum with the March break camp or building a lecture, um, or working with community leaders, you know, those are all things that um, you might not get an opportunity to uh, to get an opportunity to participate in just in in your you know graduate studies. But with these types of um, committees, I think it really provides you an outlet for that. Yeah, and just to reiterate. I think as graduate students, we love to talk about our research, or at least I know I do. Um, but learning how to talk about your research and general biology concepts in layman's terms, I think, is a very important skill to have. And so I think that's something that graduate students can look forward to by joining this committee as well. Great. Well, thank you, guys. That was Leslie and Danielle from the MVP Community Outreach Committee, who we had with us today. Thank you again for joining us um, and sharing us with us um, insights on the initiative. Thank you. Thank you.